All right. Speaking of hellaciously hot, it's actually 93 degrees where I live right now, and the air conditioner is busted at my house. So that's not even a joke. (laughs) I'm actually podcasting live from the seventh circle of hell. Hey there, folks over at CommanderCast.com and MTGCast.com. It's time for another episode of Rivals Duel, where Noel and I are the lords of bad timing. Oh, man. So, uh, a little explanation about where we were two weeks ago when our episode was supposed to come out. Yep. The episode was recorded, folks. We had it all. It was recorded. It was edited. It was ready to go up. But, uh... Sometimes, Noel and I like to go on tangents, particularly before the episode proper starts. Sure. And he and I happened to go on a particular tangent in that episode. Right. We were talking about, I was, I'd mentioned that I was going to Denver Comic Con and cosplaying as Walter Sobchak. And Eric said it didn't count unless I threatened someone with a gun. With an, or his words were with an actual 9-11. <clears throat> and uh, this led us into a about 20 minute discussion about guns and how easy they were to attain in America. And about a day before our episode was about to go up, the horrific shooting in Orlando happened. Yeah. So, so in in the name of uh good in taste, the name we'll of, say. Yeah, good taste and not sociopathic insensitivity, we decided it was for the best that, that that episode not air, or at least that part of it. Right. Uh, you will actually be getting the second half of that episode, right, Noel? Yeah, we're going to we're going to use the parts where we didn't talk about my my favorite quote from this out of context is Eric at one point saying, "You live in America, right? You can take your guns anywhere." <laughs> oh God, that was not okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and and I have this. I will save it some someday when we do a uh, rivals duel Patreon. That can be one of our tiers of Patreon supporters. You can actually hear the. The lost and forbidden jokes. It's not that funny. It's just, it's it's our normal pre-show before we get into everything banter. It's just on a topic that is an incredibly poor taste for the time that it occurred. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will be attaching the end of that episode to this one so you can hear it. It'll be the main topic for this episode, and it was our set review of Eternal Masters. But... Uh, we will not be talking about politic- politically charged subjects in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. We will instead be talking about lots of new spoilers, lots of new uh, chatter about Eldritch Moon, and uh, an email. Right, Noel? Yeah, we'll cover... We will, we will do all the stuff we did before the last episode, minus the stuff that's completely out of context and inappropriate. By the way, before you think we're making slight of a major thing, our, our sympathies go out to the people who been affected by the Orlando um, shooting. That's a terrible thing. And Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, n- nothing but, like, heartfelt thoughts for all the people who have been affected by anyone in the LGBT community who is horrifically reminded that uh, the world is not equal and safe yet by it. It's just, like, it's... It, 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 it was the largest mass shooting in America, right? Um, so... That's a that's a very controversial claim to make, depending on who you talk to, mm-hmm. because like there was like 
the Wounded Knee Massacre, where the U.S. Cavalry killed 500 innocent women and children. Yes. So, without getting into the that. with the political part of it at all, this was a horrible thing. Our our thoughts and prayers and hearts are with the people of Orlando or the people who've been affected by it. Um, that being said, can we please talk about magic now instead of that? Oh yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk about something that's completely less downer. Uh, how are you doing, Noel? I'm doing actually pretty well. Um, I have been thoroughly living my nerdy existence for the last about month i had gp orlando uh or not gp orlando wow uh gp minneapolis um where i actually got to play magic at a grand prix for a change like nice like had i only worked two of the three days of the event so the other day i hung around and played some edh shout out to alex who him and a bunch of the other minneapolis players who invited me to play edh with them and also played a all spells cube so there were no creatures in it. There was nothing that made creatures. There were no man lands. There were no token makers. There was just spells and... It was a Harry Potter fight. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there were enchantments. Like, How'd that go? Permanents go. It was sweet. Um, I don't think that I got to... It's one of those cubes that probably has a barrier to entry higher than just the first time. Like, mm-hmm. I first picked Shrine of Burning Rage and went, okay, I have a plan. This seems safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. I have, uh, for the last month, my work's been kind of crazy, and my girlfriend, uh, was, uh, in and out of the hospital. She's fine, by the way, don't, don't worry about her. She had, uh, she had an encounter with a dog where she rescued the dog, and it, um, it returned the favor by biting her. And it got infected, and she had to go deal with a bunch of that, and it was uh, terribly unpleasant. So I've just been very, very busy and able to engage in very little nerdiness. Uh, it I has also... driven. Oh, go ahead. It has driven me to the point that I'm drinking like a bohemian hipster. I'm sitting here recording this episode and sipping absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I also got to go to my first comic con. Um. I went to Denver Comic Con last weekend. That was a blast. I had never been to one before, and I think I'm still a little bit shell-shocked about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just a lot of stuff. Tried cosplaying for the first time. That was an experience. Um, <laughs> when is Walter Sobchak from Big Lebowski? Um, How'd that go over? That was It was funny because, so, my little brother and I went, and my little brother um, went as Master Chief from Halo. And did a whole bunch of work on a very nice costume and bought, like, a Hollywood-quality costume and then modified it. He mm-hmm. looked frickin' great. He probably got his picture taken a hundred times. Mm-hmm. I bought a sporting goods vest on Amazon and wore cargo shorts. And the far as I went was getting a set of prescription sunglasses with the ugly yellow frames that Walter has in The Big Lebowski. So a great deal of my job was being kind of the talent wrangler for my little brother. And then I had probably a, a maybe a half dozen dozen people came up to me and asked to take my picture. Oh, okay, fair enough. So it was a lot of fun. I had a great time with the people who were, you know, the people who figured out who I was and laughed at it and stuff like that. And had only one person ask me to tell them to shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> nice. So had a had a really great time. I'm already looking forward to going again next year. Um, don't know if I'll cosplay again because that adds a level of complicated to. <laughs> everything yeah just uh well it was so funny because i was worried the second day because i had on i had bought new uh i had bought basically new hiking boots to use as part of my cosplay and was worried about like wearing my feet out on brand new shoes Mm -hmm. i shouldn't have worried because every five steps we were stopping so someone could take a picture with my little brother (laughs) nice So, so that 
I wasn't too worried by the end of the day. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, I think we want to. I was oh, going to say, do, do we want to get into some? Uh, do we want to get into some magicness, or do we want to get into some email first? Uh, let's. Well, we've only got one email. We can knock it out pretty quick. Excellent. Let's do that. Yeah, unless you've got one hidden away that I don't know about. Um, nope. Okay. So only one email. This comes from Casey, and Casey leads off with, "Hi guys, uh, love Rivals Duel. You're my favorite EDH podcast. Yada yada yada. All the the lovely front loading that we love, but don't read. Um, or at least don't read on air." Um, he asks, basically, uh, him and his friends are trying to play a lot of Popper Commander, and wanted to know our thoughts on it. If we were ever going to do an episode on Popper Commander, and uh, kind of what we thought about it. Uh, I don't think very much about Popper Commander. <laughs> um. Yeah, I will. I will admit. I feel like I'm going to disappoint you, but it's not something that I play, mm-hmm. and it's a hard thing to kind of talk about in a vacuum. Yes. Um, because Popper Commander has kind of. First of all, there's a mil- there No one does it officially. Air quotes. Mm-hmm. So there's a million different variations. Like you'll see, this is our Popper band list, or this is our. Um, you know, this is. You can use anything for your general, but it's the only thing that can be a rare. Everything else has to be a common, or mm-hmm. you can use. Or it has any... to be a non-legendary rare, or it has to be a an uncommon creature, or yeah, all the different, all, all the different. The, the thing with popper commanders that's so decentralized that it would we'd have to like establish which rules we were going to be investigating. Then we try and investigate them. And even then, we still would not come up with content as good as our other Commander stuff, because part of what makes us good a Commander, or for a Commander podcast, is our experience and knowledge of the subject, and we just don't know Popper Commander as well as people who already play it. Yeah, um, it's, it's, we're probably not the ones to talk to. Now, if you want to talk, if you want to have us talk about budget replacements for things, we can go about that all day. I am the, the master of going, no, you don't really need a Taiga. Um, but, uh... Some someday we'll do the lands the lands conversation. We can do that that podcast at some point. But uh, um, as far as for actual popper as a format, if you're a letter at any creature, I'd try sack elder if you're general in a heartbeat. I feel like mono there's, mono green ramp with sack elder. There's I was actually talking to my buddy about playing popper commander the other day, and I was the I was telling him that you can't do it. I don't think that you can do it with the uh, uncommon creature as your commander because the ban list would have to be enormous because just the pool for uncommon creatures is so radically higher, so much radically higher than the pool for actual EDH generals that it doesn't matter that they're uncommon instead of rare or mythics. Like, you could throw a rock and hit a broken general. Yeah, Bloodbraid Elf seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Miss Metal Witch is broken. Um, uh, a lot of the guild mages end up being insanely oh, powerful. Yeah. Like it's it's nuts. It's it, it's absolute craziness. Yeah, that's. I can feel. Oh, there's a lot of disgusting thing you can do with it. That being said, Star City Games and their Commander Versus series just did a Popper Commander. They had a great time. If you're looking for some Popper Commander content, I'll shift you that way. Because mm-hmm. Lord knows Star City Games needs the advertising, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, but that being said, it's probably not. We're probably not the right people to talk about it. Absolutely. You know what? We are the right people to talk about though. New spoilers. Yeah, sexy, sexy spoilers from Eldritch Moon. Eldritch Moon has been revealed, and the bad guy is Emmercool. All right, now everyone, practice your shocked face. Yeah. <sighs> 
Yeah, none, none, I, I don't want to say called it because like ninety percent of people called it, but yeah. yeah. And like the thing about this is that like it, with Eldritch, with Emmerichul being revealed as the bad guy, like I know how Eldritch Moon ends. <laughs> like it, it's the spoiler is right there in the name. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. This. Uh. Admittedly, there's been some freaky stuff put out already. Like some of the the guide stuff or like. Have you seen the angel artwork? Okay, yeah. So, I will say this. I like the Eldrazi. Uh, I would have preferred a new enemy just because I've seen the Eldrazi so recently. But the whole Emrakul twisting the living stuff on Innistrad makes Innistrad feel like Bloodborne in a big way that makes my heart sore. And uh, the results in terms of the art have been horrifying. So lore-wise, Gisela and Bruna have been smooshed together. And if you haven't seen the art for the picture that they are, you have to look it up. Yeah, because I'll, it's I'll link it the in worst. the show notes. Uh, yeah, it's there's a, it's one of the grossest pieces of magic art I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, it's really really nasty. And it, it it the thing is that makes it so horrifying is that it just looks like a kind of standard horrifying thing out of like the thing movies but there's something that makes it worse for the fact that it has angel like still visibly has angel wings yeah like they still left a little bit of the angel on there it still has some hair like it's those little things that make it so much worse mm-hmm. yeah and i love that i love so this is something that I think Rise of Eldrazi, the original set, never did, was talked about how the different Eldrazi warped the kind of the world around it. Like, mm-hmm. with with Ulamog being leaving everything dusty, or Kozilek leaving everything in these geometric patterns, or Emrakul leaving everything in this latticed, warped, misshapen shape. Like, I love that kind of variation on it, and I think it's going mm-hmm. to give a very cool kind of Cthulian, Lovecraftian horror for Eldritch Moon to work in. Absolutely. Uh, um, that being said, we've got some legendary creatures that have been revealed. Yeah. Now, I do hope, for for the record, I do hope they don't kill Emrakul. I hope they banish it or kick it off of... And I, like, I want it to still be a threat. I'll tell you what happens if you want. Go ahead. All right. Uh, anyone who doesn't want spoilers, leave now. Because if this if this is wrong, I will be shocked and horrified. Okay, so the big spoilers for what's going to happen is they're going to slow down Emrakul and then they're going they might even try to kill it and fail uh, and they're going to end up trapping it and the way they're going to slow it down and fight it is they're going to use Liliana because Liliana warps living matter and zombies are immune that's going to happen we got that from the trailer right everyone saw the trailer where Liliana was summoning it that trailer was awesome by the way yes I thought I thought it was Nahiri talking Mm-hmm. Like for the longest time, I thought it was Nahiri talking, and then it cuts to that that image of it's just the pink lines that are on Liliana's face, that kind of sick pinkly purple lines. Yeah, the uh, the marks from the the packs with the demons. Yeah. Yeah, the packs with the demons just uh, pulling out. Yeah. So the Liliana is gonna fight him, not gonna be able to kill him, and then they're going to trap Emrakul in the moon. Oh, that would work. Yeah. Because the moon, they keep talking about how the moon is just like the Hell Vault, only bigger, and so that will be able to contain Emrakul, and Soren's gonna have to like give up his plane the way Nahiri did, uh, because oh, and this was cool. 
anyone who's into the lore, the reason Nahiri is so pissed at Sorin is because Nahiri got trapped in the Hell Vault for the last thousand years. Yeah, she has every right to be mad. You yeah, know, I, I, she, gets, <laughs> she gets it. She gets to be mad. After after I heard the like after I read that story, I was like, I'm kind of on Nahiri's side. Screw Innistrad. It can burn because goddamn it, Sorin's a dick. <laughs> yeah, like. I I can't necessarily say I disagree with Nahiri on this one. Yeah, no, she she deserves every little bit of vengeance. Um, yeah, so they're going to they might use Tamio's help because Tamio's supposed to be this big fancy moon mage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guaranteed, Emrakul Emrakul's not going to die. He's going to get trapped in the moon. Mm-hmm. That that gives you a way. <clears throat> First of all, that would be that makes it fun for a few things. Is that means that Emrakul's influence can still mess with Innistrad, but not take it oh. over. Uh-huh. And it gives you a it gives you a way that if you want to use Emrakul as an antagonist again, you can. Yeah, especially considering that he's the last or she, we should we should correct that. Emrakul has been confirmed to she. Mm-hmm. She is the last Titan. Yep. Um yeah, it's there's gonna be some interesting cards in the set. Uh, there's a theory going around about that new angel that I hope is wrong. I absolutely hope with all my heart is wrong. Um, in that it's going to be a transform card, but it's going to take two cards to do it. Uh, like, I would hate that. Yeah, like you've got to put together, it feels like Big Furry Monster. and that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and anybody who ever actually played with that card, not the fact that it cost 15 mana notwithstanding was in Unglued. Um, like... Trying to get both cop both halves of that card in your hand is real gross. Yeah, it's uh, it's not super fun. So like, I can I can get I can understand it in that like you have the angels out and they need each other to transform. So you'll never have like not one half of the card when you need it. But I still think it'll look like hokey and stupid. Um, that being said, we don't have the angel spoiled yet. Mm-hmm. We do have a couple legends to talk about, and we really should talk about the big one first. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we finally got the red green werewolf wand. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Shut the hell up. <laughs> uh, this is Emrakul the Promised End, and it's a 13 13 for 13. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is a legendary creature Eldrazi, and it has Emrakul the Promised End, cost one less for each card type amongst cards in your graveyard. Mm-hmm. And then when you cast Emrakul, you can control a target opponent during that player's next turn. After that turn, that player takes an extra turn. And then it has Flying Trample and Protection from Instance. Yep. Uh, and then it has the matching flavor text that's on all the, the new Titans. Um, the What do you think of this Cardinal? Card's weird. Uh, I agree. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's... I don't know what to think about it. Because, yes, it's an uncounterable Mind Slaver. Mm-hmm. Um, that then gives them an extra turn. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not actually like the kind of scare like it's not the it's not mind slaver in the sense that you can lock them out and basically take three turns in a row because you spend a turn just screwing them up yeah um he i actually like that quite a bit because yeah, it is less oppressive than mind slaver yeah and it it, it it the thing is is that it i don't even think it's necessarily less oppressive because if you if you can take your opponent's turn you can basically make it so that their next turn is gonna re- really suck but the difference is in that if you're sitting at a four-player game and someone mind slavers you the worst part about it is that you have to sit down for the next like 30 minutes and do nothing you miss an entire turn cycle um 
Whereas this, it it's not. I don't think in gameplay wise, it's actually that much less oppressive. I just feel think it feels a whole lot less terrible. Sure, and and admittedly, you can do a lot of rough stuff to people in with one turn. Um, the nice mm-hmm. part about this is if they've got a wrath of God in your hand, you're still pretty much screwed. Mm-hmm. Like if they've got a board wipe, there's just nothing you can do about it. So this is certainly not as this is not as powerful as old Emrakul, but I don't want one mm. as powerful as old Emrakul. Yeah, absolutely not. I don't want the. I want to be able to play it. <laughs> yeah, but I can definitely see you know taking control of somebody's turn, and this could cost reason like this reasonably can get down to nine. Nine. Yeah, nine. Nine's kind of the reasonable part to look out for. It will sometimes cost less than that. We know, mm-hmm. but four four different permanent permanent types in your graveyard is a good reasonable thing to expect that. Yeah, I mean that's that's delirium too. So that's. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably right. Um, so you get to cast this for you cast this for nine. Um, you mind slaver someone. You spend a great deal of time like casting their sorceries and instants and hurting themselves, swinging all their dudes into your big giant thirteen thirteen. Like you can do a lot of damage to somebody. You just can't wreck them quite as hard. You can't just like tap all of their mana and pass the turn. Mm-hmm. So you can't really like this doesn't feel as big of a punch in the crotch as mind slaver. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, I think is a good thing. Yes. Uh, Flying and Trample, 1313, sounds like a house. Protection from instance, uh, that's going to be relevant sometimes. Mm. It it makes it so that it's very hard for them to, because the hope would be you'd, you'd burn all their sorcery speed or move on, like, their own guys or something like that. Mm. The hope being you just minimize the opportunity for them to draw into something that saves them before you kill them. Yep, I agree. Uh, it, it just seems weird to me how, like, on the new Titans... It's very, like, Emrakul is supposed to be the scariest one, but it's very, very clear that Ulamog is the one not to be messed with. Yeah. Also, this cool, like, Emrakul is blue and purple kind of scheme, mm. I really like and will make for really pretty foils. Also, have you seen... Oh, this art of Emrakul looks much better than the last art. Because the last art kind of looked like a squid had sex with a rock. Yeah, this they're one, it It just looks like Nightmare Squid. It Actually, what it looks like is a, is the scariest Metroid that ever lived. Yeah. Out of, it, like, the classic Metroid <laughs> games. Somebody told me that it looked like a giant Gromozoa from Zendikar, mm. which is also not the worst, like, description of it I've ever heard. Have you seen the full art for this picture? Uh-uh. Uh, you should Google that right now, so you get a sense of the scale for this. Okay. I will start doing that. While I'm doing that, do you want to read about Ulrich? I will. We finally got our werewolf legend, it, it, and he is Ulrich of the Krollen Horde. Very German name. I was say, very, very German, Eastern European name. Yep. Uh, he turns into the most roided-up werewolf I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but his stats read as such. He is three and a gruel, so five men in total, for a 4-4. Four, four. When he uh, he's a legendary creature, he's a human werewolf. When he enters the battlefield or transforms into Ulrich of the Krollen Horde, target creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. So that seems like the kind of ability you'd actually want on a general in a werewolf deck. By the time you're casting your general, you want to have creatures out doing aggressive things already. So being able to give one of them a big boost is cool. Um, and he has the normal werewolf transform condition at the beginning of each cupkeep. If no spells were cast last turn, transform him. Uh, whenever he transforms into Ilrich Uncontested Alpha, which is a 6-6 werewolf, you may have him fight target non-werewolf creature you don't control. Uh, so he's removal, he's an aggro boost, 
he's a solid card, but the other two gruel flippy werewolves we've seen all, uh, uh, before, Huntmaster of the Fells and Arlen Cord, are much, much better. I would agree. I think here's here's the thing about this card is this card needed to exist. It didn't need to be good. It just needed mm-hmm. to actually like be a card. They needed to make a red green legendary creature werewolf. It's yep. I, I don't want to say it's box checking, but it is. Oh, that's so much better in scale like that. Uh, you see what I you see why I told you that you had to look it up? Yeah, the one with like Gavany in front of it and. Yeah, so you can see like the actual and the soldiers fighting off the the like resistance fighting off the mob of people who've been taken over by Emrakul. Yeah. That being said, in the fiction, if you aren't reading magic fiction because it usually sucks, uh, I will say the writing quality has not improved very much. But you should be reading the Eldritch Moon fiction because this is just legitimately scary. Innistrad is a scarier place than it's ever been. Yeah. Uh, that don't look at that giant angel art. Like, yeah. like it has hands like pulling open its own chest, like extra it, hands. It's gross. It's got tentacles that end in hands too. Yeah, and like there's looks like four or six wings here, two of which are normal and angelly, and two of them are like weird yeah. emrakuli. Uh, this is real gross. It's gross. It's gross. So what's uh your opinion on Ulrich? Is you're glad that they made it, but the card is kind of meh. I mean, this card is fine. Like it's not bad, but Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just going to be uh it's it's it reminds me of a worse Xenogod. Yeah. Um I thought the biggest waste of this wa- or the waste on this was that um I wanted a effect like you got with some of the uh enchantments in classic Innistrad that they transformed werewolves and made it so they couldn't turn back while it was in play kind of thing. I would have much preferred that. I feel like that, as a werewolf-like deck, that would be a much more powerful enabler in standard and in um, in standard and in uh, EDH. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would probably help here. I think part of the, I think part of their goal though is that if you if you're going to play a deck full of flip cards, they want to see them flip. Yeah. Can that you imagine? Said I don't flip werewolves that often in Commander. No. And can you imagine the friggin' nightmare that is sleeving this deck? Ugh. Like, how do you? You'd have to tr- untransform them after every single. The only reason I would make this deck is as a joke, and I would buy all the. Co- I would like wait two or three years for all the price on all the werewolves to go down ridiculously. Then I'd buy up all the werewolves, one each in bulk, and I'd sleeve them all in clear sleeves, and I'd play without proxies, <laughs> so that you could see the back of the werewolves. That like I could see it, and my opponents could see it, and I'd be like, yeah, it's the werewolf deck. This is how it plays. If you don't want me to play it, that's fine. I'll put it away. But if you're cool with this, then this is what's happening. This is what has to happen for this deck to appear. Yeah. Uh, and I think that'd be a lot of fun and be funny. But uh, as a uh, like, traditional EDH deck, this thing sounds like a nightmare and a lot more effort than it's worth. Yeah. Well, and but here's the thing. is for some, there, is, there is somebody out there who loves the werewolves and loves the flippy cards. and, and Someone just... who's watched... Someone who's watched the Underworld series nine times. Yeah, and has just been begging for this card since original Innistrad, and they didn't give it to us in uh, Dark Ascension, and then Avacyn Restored didn't have any werewolves in it. And then, like, I'm sure that, like, their heart just sank to the pit of their stomach when Shadows Over Innistrad was fully spoiled and there was nothing, so... Yeah, they finally got it. Yeah, this is this is an excellent box to check, regardless of if the card is good. That's absolutely fair. 
Um, moving on from that, we have one more legendary creature to talk about, sort of? Kinda? Sure. We have, and I have never seen this on Mythic Spoilers before, 3.5 cards spoiled. <laughs> yes. Because they have spoiled half of a flip card. Yep, they've given us the backside of a flip card, and it's a legendary creature. I don't know if the front side will be a flip card or not, but it is, uh... Card is Handwear the Writhing Township, and it's a legendary creature, Eldrazi Ooze. Um, it is a 7-4. It has Trample and Haste, and whenever Handwear the Writhing Township attacks, put two 3-2 three, two colorless Eldrazi horror creatures tokens onto the battlefield, tapped and attacking. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've been paying any attention to Magic's viral marketing for Shadows Over Innistrad, you'll know that the Handwear like, mystery storyline and where it was going has been building up for a long time. And if you followed that, this card is a really, really cool culmination of uh, that viral marketing uh, campaign. The unfortunate thing is the same unfortunate thing that goes with most viral marketing campaigns. I don't think many people know about it. <laughs> um, I've, not, I've, I've kind of followed it peripherally. Um, I just want to know that I just want to know if the other side of this is a legendary creature or not. I don't feel yeah, like it, it. I don't feel like it is. I agree. I don't know if it's a legendary... Uh, if it's a legendary creature, it's the writer, right? Uh, it's that writer it's for the newspaper? Oh, it could be, yeah. But I don't that, feel like... I don't feel like anyone knows who that is. Yeah, it, it's going to be whatever. Uh, I bet you he's got some quotes if you go back over and look over Shadows over Innistrad and stuff. Mm. So... Yeah, possibly. I do I'll, know that it's it's card 130 on the back of 205, so I wonder... That puts it in what? Black? Could be. Or and multicolor. Then, no. No, it wouldn't no, be in multicolor. No. That's that's real. Wouldn't world. be land either. Yeah, it wouldn't be a land. Like Hmm. The question is, is the front side legendary or just a creature? Like Yeah. I guess we'll see. Um I give three possibilities for what the front side is. Okay? okay. Front side's a land. Mm-hmm. That turns into its handware that turns into this. Uh front side is a card representing some kind of mob which is like the citizens of handware either like a, a a rabid mob with like pitchforks and stuff or a like suspicious secluded townsfolk kind of mob mm-hmm. or it's the writer the the journalist dude mm-hmm. um, i really hope it's the journalist dude or some kind of single legendary creature just so we can play this card as the general mm-hmm. other option it could be is a like, um, it's a black enchantment that's like, I don't know, Ritual at Midnight or something like that. And every time, or you can, every time an Eldrazi creature enters the battlefield, remove a counter from it. Yeah. When it loses all of its counters, flip it. Something like that. Um, what the card is, the half that we know about, is a legendary Eldrazi ooze that's a 7-4 with Trample and Haste. Uh, and it has, whenever Hanweir, the writhing township, attacks, put three, uh, two, three, two colorless Eldrazi horror creature tokens onto the battlefield, tapped and attacking. I hope I can play this in Perforos. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what it flips into. We've now read the card twice, so you should be... Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I didn't think... Uh, I wasn't paying enough attention. I didn't think that you read the, over the entire card. Yep, I said the card already, but that's okay. Um, like you said, we don't know anything about it. It's kind of fun to look at. Yeah, and it's exciting to think of what the other half could be and how easy it is to flip this. Yeah. That being said, it better be pretty easy because a seven four with trample and haste is going to die very quickly. Uh, 
it also has ha- like it has haste like that's not a that's not a worthless ability that's that's absolutely true it's my favorite keyword but still it's this thing is a glass cannon and it's going to die pretty fast yeah um i'm i am curious to see what the other side is mm-hmm. another card robbed by being put in a uh in a card frame if you look at the again the full art for this card is significantly more gorgeous than the card frame art mm-hmm because the card frame art is just looking into this town. If you look at the full art, it's actually from the perspective of these like kids watching the town approach. Uh, and the kids do not look like they're drawn in typical magic style. Uh, so it's it, it, I'm beginning to feel like this is the set where I want the like the posters and the prints more than I want the actual cards. Oh, that yeah, like there's a lot of there's a lot of freaky art here. Like on one hand, getting a print of that angel is would be cool. On the other hand, I don't know where I would put it because it would haunt my nightmares. Like, yeah, you'd never sleep again. Yeah. I... Did you uh, did you look up the the handwear art? Yeah. It's it, like when you when you look at the actual art, you can make out all the details so much better, and you can see that it like it looks like a it's a painting. It's not. It doesn't look like our normal like magic CGI art. Like this looks like someone painted it by hand. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's how they did it. I'm just saying that that's how it looks, and it's it, and it has a very very nice effect. Yeah. So someone someone is guessing that this is in red too, like from based on collector number. Sure. Uh, if it is, I can play it in Perforos. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not crazy expensive. I don't know. Uh, man. Yeah. The nice part I, is in two weeks we'll have the front side of this card when we inevitably record again, so we'll be able to see just how wrong or right we were. Yep, that's always the fun. <laughs> uh, and that's it, I think. That's uh, kind of wrapping up our, our talk about the spoilers. Uh, it's kind of wrapping up our, our BS section, and I think that we uh, are reapproaching the time that we can hop in the TARDIS and do a little time traveling. Yeah, we are going to hop over to uh, two weeks ago when we record our Eldritch Moon spo- or not our Eldritch Moon, wow. Uh, when we recorded our Eternal Master spoiler, we were very excited about it. I've now had a chance to draft it a couple times, as well as opened a box, and it's a fun set. What was the best card you opened? Um, I opened a Caracas and a Mana Crypt, I think are the two best things. I didn't pull anything super insane, but I pulled those two. Um, Mana Crypt is pretty insane. Yeah. Foil and Tomb, Foil Green Sun Zenith. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Some other, like, I pulled the Foil Counterspell, which is as pretty as we thought. I pulled a Dak Faden. I did whiff and hit a World Gorger Dragon, so I did manage to get the worst Mythic in the set, but I also got four Mythics out of a box when you're supposed to get three and a half, so... So there you go. Or, no, you're supposed to get between two and a half and three, so I won't complain about nothing it. Nothing to complain about then. Yeah. Um, nothing real, like, nothing real exciting for foils. Foil carrying here. I did get the foil counterspell. That's as pretty as we thought it'd be. Mm. Um, but, yeah, just a lot of... It's a good... It's, it is truly fun to open expensive cardboard. <laughs> It it really is. Uh, I'm glad you you got to draft it and play with it a little bit. It uh it seems super awesome. Yeah. There's not many cards I need out of it, but man, am I happy this side got printed. Yes, I am. I am excited to see what happens to the world of EDH as a whole now that there are a bajillion more mana crypts in the world. Mm. That's actually the card I am most interested to see impact commander because I feel like that's a card that was unavailable before and now is at least out there. That that card to me was what Soul Ring was when I first started playing playing EDH because Soul Rings weren't in like prohibitively expensive. I mean they were expensive, don't get me wrong, but they weren't Mana Crypt expensive. They but you could not get one. 
you sure. could not get a hold of one. And then, and I started playing EDH just before the uh, decks got printed, and then each deck came with the Soul Ring, and it changed everything. Uh, Mana, I don't imagine this Mana Crypt uh, printing will change things as much as that did, but I'm excited to see how much it changes them. I agree. I think it will be very interesting to see... Uh... Oof, still at $90. Is it? Ooh. At the cheapest. Gross. Ninety dollars and every single every single printing is out of stock on Star City Games, and the one I have is still the most expensive. I've got the Judge promo, mm-hmm. uh, which is sitting pretty at two hundred dollars. Oh boy! I have one of those too. <laughs> yep. Ah uh, well, well I think that uh, we will say farewell, folks, and uh, hand you over to the uh, the. The competent and caring hands of our past selves. Yeah, so uh, here we go. Insert sound effect here. All right, let's uh, let's get started with Eternal Masters. Let's hop into the set because the set is full of sweet things. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do usual set review, go down the list, and uh, I think we're gonna bounce around. We're gonna skip a bit more. Yeah, our, uh, I, just because I we promised... aren't even going to talk about mechanics. <clears throat> sure, and I have promised not to go, aw, the legacy card, every time I see one. Yeah, no. Uh, we can skip right past balance, because it's completely irrelevant to us. Yeah, don't play that in Commander. Like, a certain kind of person plays that in Commander, don't be that person. Oh, I thought balance was banned. Uh, it, oh yeah, it is. Duh. Yeah, that's why I was like, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Uh, scrolling straight, straight through the whites. I feel like Eight and a Half Tails used to be something. Eight and a Half Tails, you can still play it as general, it's worth mentioning. Uh, sure. it used to be, like, the mono-white control general back when there wasn't such thing as a good mono-white control den- right. general. Yeah, and then Ellers Norn came along and went, oh. Can I say I love Coalition Honor Guard just for gotcha moments? Coalition Honor... It, no, it's terrible. It's so fun. It's so god-awful. No. No, nope, you're you a bad person for liking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our first big mention, they reprinted a ton of tutors. Yes, they did. They And one of them is Enlightened Tutor. Mm-hmm. I kind of, so, I have, there's parts of me that are nostalgia warring over, like, this, because all of these new art, a lot of these new arts are just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But some of these, like, I didn't realize how much in love I was with some of the old art. Until you saw the Until new one. Until I saw the new one. Like, I kind of like the smiling old lady who looks kind of Yeah, like well, like, the book... The thing is, is that the enlightened tutor, smiling old lady, it's like, I get it. The old lady's going to teach you. It's going to be awesome. Like, that cycle makes sense because these are actual... Like, this was back before tutoring was just a magic term. This, these are teachers. Right. Right? And these were pictures of the teachers. And Enlightened Tutor is now just a picture of someone taking picking up a book. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm, yeah. The thing I do like about it is that there's another Enchantment Tutor. Uh, that I- got Idyllic Tutor? The, the yeah. doves from Idyllic Tutor on the book? Yeah. Yeah, the doves from Idyllic Tutor on the book. I kind of like that. But other than that, this I could take or leave this art. Yeah. By the way, for those of you who are deciding if you're going to finish listening to this episode, get ready, because it's going to be a whole lot of stuff like that. <laughs> um, I, is the Honden cycle the cycle you're not hot about? No, I don't care about the Honden cycle, because one, the Honden cycle uh, is surprisingly okay. A lot of them are surprisingly okay. The blue one draws cards, the red one deals damage, um, but they're also at uncommon, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think it will be sweet to... I want to see somebody... That's, like, going to be my thing to chase in Eternal Masters drafts. Mm. Will be those. 
Uh, I think that uh, we can skip past Humble and go... Uh... More people should play Humble for what it's worth. Like, the first time you play that card and just whack someone with it, mm-hmm. it's I, hilarious. Uh, I, I can't justify playing it because I keep wanting to play the black version that does it to all creatures. And I can't justify, and I always end up cutting that card. So until I find a deck I can play that card in, I'm not going to play Humble. Sure. Also, getting this under an uh, an Isochron Scepter is the trolliest thing ever. Yeah, I imagine that would suck. <laughs> um, here's the cycle that I have no idea why the hell this is in here. Who thought it would be a good idea to reprint the Arena Champions, the, like, Coliseum oh, Champions? Okay, right, yeah. Jareth Leonin Titan got a reprint. Rorix Bladewing got reprinted with alternate art. Who the hell was clamoring for an alternate art Rorix Bladewing? Right. Uh, I'm just going to quickly check. Did Rorix Bladewing get that art in Dragons? I think so. I don't think that's new for this set. I'm just double checking because if if that's new for this set, I am blown away. Uh, no, that is, nope, that is the first time Warwick's Blade Wing has had that art. Hmm. New for the set. Alright. <laughs> Why? Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karmic Guide got a reprint. Woo, more people should play this card. Uh, people don't play Karmic Guide? What people idiot doesn't go, play Karmic Guide? People always go, oh, it has Echo. That's okay. Trust me, it's fine. It's a reanimator spell. You're playing with idiots and all. <laughs> I can't believe someone is complaining that it has Echo. Really? That's part of... Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. Crazy people. Yeah, Karmic Guide is super, super good. You should absolutely play it. It would be a lot more exciting if it hadn't already been reprinted in Commander, so all of us have a copy of it. Sure, it's been reprinted a billion times, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we have Mother of Runes, who hasn't been reprinted enough. I'm right. really excited that we have a Mother of Runes, especially with the the shiny Therese Nielsen art. Yeah, can we copy and paste over the whole art conversation from Enlightened Tutor? Like, maybe it's yeah. just maybe it's just art with kindly old women in it that does it. But yeah, you gotta like... think for you gotta think for gilfs. No, is there no, something no, no, you no. need to talk to us about? No, there's, there's so much there is so much wrong with that sentence. <laughs> but. No, I like the Mother of Runes. Is another one where it's just like, oh, I really every, love a kindly old lady. Every one of Noel's wet dreams begins with the sentence, "Would you like a glass of prune juice?" <laughs> You're a sick man, Eric Bond. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on past my sickness. Uh, Can we go back to the rumors that I'm gay? Those were more fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like these ones better. <laughs> uh, Seal of Cleansing. More people should play this card too, with Sweet New Art. Yeah, Seal of Cleansing is, it's a particularly good seal because it's in the same color as uh, Sun Titan, which sure. is worth mentioning. Yeah, it's also, like, I like Rattlesnake cards in Commander probably more than I should. And this mm-hmm. is an excellent one of, do you really want to run out your insert thing here? Like, and now I would like to uh, submit a message to Wizards. Stop printing Sarah Angel. <laughs> we don't want it. We don't want it anymore. And it always looks the same. Yeah, they they must have a good, like, Greg Staples, congratulations for another run of that card. God, screw that card, I don't want it. Right, where, <laughs> where is Baneslayer? Like, how come the white, how come the white rare couldn't be Baneslayer, not Jareth? Yeah, no kidding. It's like Although, Baneslayer's Bane mythic, ah, oh, they could have downgraded it for this set. Ah, uh, that might not be true. Like, that's, that's probably, Baneslayer probably needs to be mythic. Alright, fine. Like, Baneslayer at regular rare for drafting would be awful. Mm-hmm. Hey, Squadron Hawk, remember when this totally ruled standard for forever? Yep. 
I will spend many, many times explaining, no, no, I can really run them all when I draft them all. <laughs> uh, I am going to... Swords oh, yeah. Unexpectedly Absent got reprinted. Yeah, I can finally get a foil one of those. Oh, Swords of Plowshares, too. But why? Why would you run Unexpectedly Absent anymore when it no longer deals with generals the way it used to? Uh, you can still, like, tucking just a permanent, like, whenever they go to fetch, just get rid of the best thing they have if it's not their general? Sure. But this is still All a right, fine enough. removal spell. Yeah, it's instant speed. That makes it very nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Wrath of God. Again, this would have been Ooh. way more exciting, like, five or six years ago. Sure. Right now, it's been reprinted a lot. Yeah. And you'll notice, no Damnation, I don't yeah. think. Was yeah, Damnation yeah. reprinted? There was not a Damnation in here. Jesus. Modern Masters 3, baby. Calling it now. <laughs> Moving down. Hey, Arconis. Arcanus got reprinted. The, like, one of these things, the one of those Titans, or, uh... Coliseum Fighters, who's kind of good and kind of still gets played. Yeah, this card says draw three on it, so obviously I love it, but... Yeah, but they didn't reprint it with the alternate art. Oh, uh, yeah, I did notice that. They gave it the, the classic art, which is fine, I guess, but... I feel like they should have done the alternate art, but that's yeah. just me. Uh, Control Magic. With sexy new art. Control Magic with sexy new art, but just Control Magic back again. This is a card that I think doesn't get played enough because A, it's hard to track down just because of how old it is, and uh, B, like, not enough people know about it. Yeah, so many people are, like, used to, you know, I would say Treachery is better than this, but, like, this is probably the second best Control spell like it. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, is that I think that it's a lot better than mind control, and I see mind control way more often. Right. Like, treachery would be hard to hunt down uh, because it's, like, the rare, and it, everyone knows that treachery is the best one. Mm -hmm. But, like, control magic is four mana instead of five, and I still see the five mana cost effects of these way more often. Yeah, I agree. Um, seeing more of these in the market is good. And mm -hmm. again, that sweet Therese Nielsen art. <laughs> yep. Oh, and hey, a counterspell that looks pretty. Yeah, that, that hunting down one of those in foil might be my thing. <laughs> yep, it's that's a really cool uh, new art for Counterspell. And again, Counterspell is the best version of that card, and it's not seen uh, or it's not seen as often as variations of Counterspell just because Counterspell is an older card at this point. People don't, like, it's, it is an uncommon that it, it is rare to come across. Sure. And people who have it don't tend to have it in trade binders. That's fair. Um, do we? We want to talk about diminishing returns. Um, you're welcome, Nekusar. Yeah. You also got like this is a cool art. I think this art is really pretty. Mhm. Mm I like uh just while we're rolling down, I like that they decide to keep the dual deck deep analysis because it's got Nicol Bolas doing Nicol Bolas thingies. Except it got rid of the best pun. Like it got rid of. So if you're an old Magic player, you remember how busted the card Mastercore was originally, mm -hmm. and the original mm -hmm. art for deep analysis had uh, two cephalids ex uh, examining a Mastercore, and it said, this species, this specimen appears to be broken. <laughs> no. So a great pun died for a great pun to, appear died. On a, to appear on a... Uh... My favorite meta flavor text is still the one on Lightning Bolt. The one where they're like, uh, he called out for Lightning, and it struck out with a force that the Pyromancer thought he would never see again. again. Yeah. Yeah, when they reprinted Lightning Bolt, everyone mm -hmm. was like, what? Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, Factor Fiction got reprinted. 
Yep, they kept with, the original Factor Fiction art, which... And because it's the best? Come on. Uh, I like the Jace art. Like, I, no, I, screw I, the Jace I am, art. I am, on, I am on a 50-50 flip with that card. Like, You're I'm more wrong. excited this to art see Factor Fiction than I am. This art has Squee getting confused as opposed to Jace being like, Oh, look at how cool and mysterious I am. Ooh. See, this no. just has the problem that... Like, this is back from that every single storyline moment appeared on a magic card. Ooh. And, and so... this is literally a moment Squee was confused. <laughs> uh, Force of Will. Big reprint. Yeah, big reprint, big sexy reprint. Yeah, again, Therese Nielsen did, like, half this set. Yeah, may have killed the value out of my two judge ones, but... Who cares? Uh, I kind of did. <laughs> That's okay, I got enough <laughs> You'll to... be okay. Yeah, I got... I sold a bunch of Judge Foils and finished the expeditions for my cube, so... Yeah, no, uh... A good day to be me in Minneapolis. I am not a blue player, but I'm still happy this card is getting reprinted, because I know how much of a pain it was to get for people who like playing blue. So if you like playing blue, it'll be easier to hunt down a Force of Will now. Mm -hmm. Agreed, and I... I, I <clears throat> this is going to become like a Tarmogoy, in that you've got... There'll be more of them around. Um, but they will be cheaper. Yeah, I mean, they'll still... They'll still float around the world. They'll be out there. Mm -hmm. You know, the the kid can open one of these, get lucky, and trade it for a collection. Like, yeah, exactly. I love every time one of these gets opened. Uh, Future Sight got reprinted. Yep. Uh, I don't play blue, but this is one of my favorite blue cards. Mm -hmm. I think this is a, su a super, super cool way to approach uh, card advantage. Mm -hmm. I love this Glacial Wall. Um... This Glacial Wall art is really pretty, but the, um, the uh, flavor text is kind of funny, too. There's no confusion as to the boundary of the Archmage's territory. Yeah, that's kind of cute. Um, Inkwell Leviathan Inqu is rapidly becoming my blue card that's been printed too many goddamn times. Yeah, Inkwell Leviathan. That's the other thing. Wh who's clamoring for another Inkwell Leviathan? I have two of these in foil from two different sets. Yep. Accidentally. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like, this, this card did not need to get reprinted. No yeah, one cares I mean, about your Inkwell Leviathan. I mean, okay, so it's, he's playing Vintage, because it's a good Tinker target. It, I, uh, I'm with you, it's been vastly overprinted. Someone at Magic really likes it because they can make convenience store puns about its power and toughness. Mm. <laughs> uh, Jason Mind Sculptor got a reprint. Yep, still better than all. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that this card is going to be slightly cheaper. Yes, keep, I don't keep reprinting this card. I don't care about it. I don't like it, but it's. I'm glad it's slightly cheaper for the people who do. Yep, this card and Liliana the Veil in Modern Masters three. That's all mm -hmm. I want. <laughs> um, I found it curious how Jetting Glasskite got reprinted, but Big Mama Glasskite I don't think did. Uh, the legendary creature. You're right. Yeah, and uh, I kind of think that she's overdue for a reprint. Huh. Uh, yeah. Memory Lapse's new art is cool. Like that's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. With the lock on her forehead, like yeah, and and that's a cool concept too. Mm -hmm. Like that art tells a story. Like, want this card in foil. <laughs> uh, mystical tutor. Like, yeah, I I see what you mean about the new arts for the tutors. <laughs> Another hand reaching for things. Yeah, it's the like like I don't even like he's holding a potion. Is that it? I think that's what it is. Like, we should not have to stop and wonder what it. Like, this is supposed to be a teacher. You're supposed to be able to see a teacher here. This is not Snape. <laughs> anyway, uh, going down. Can I just say that I am so used to the words phantom meaning something that phantom monster just having flying threw me off. 
oh, what about that plus one, plus one mechanic? What's going on? Right, like I'm used, I'm thinking Phantom Centaur, Phantom Nishaba, even mm. like Phantasmal Bear or Phantasmal Dragon. Yeah, no, this is just, it's just flying. Yeah. Um... Prodigal Sorcerer has an un, has an open shirt, but is still wearing a shirt. That's relevant to exactly one person on this podcast. Saren Deb Ifrit got reprinted, if anyone cares. Yeah. Wasn't he in From the Vault 20 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. The Jinns used to be a lot more powerful than they are now. I want Jinns to come back. Maybe I'll get Jinns in the uh, Kaladesh, actually. Uh, no, you could. I could. I want Jinns to come back in a big way. I miss Jinns. I miss the days when Jinns were powerful. But let's let's be honest. Like, if they reprinted Ernie or Jazzy today, would you play them? Yeah, it's, I mean, I wouldn't play him if you called him Jizzy. I, that's what I've, I, I called him Juzy. J-U-Z-Z-Y for starters. But, Thank uh, you for clarifying that. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, explicit tag. But, uh, no, I, like, I, I wouldn't play Plague Sliver now, and that's basically the same thing. A 5-5 five, five for 4 that hurts me for one a turn. I would, lo- I would like to see Jins come back as, like, a creature type. Either in a new way or with like boosted up effects to uh, to reflect things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I would rather have like bring back Jins and either make them different, like just make them Sphinxes for a set. In one set, instead of having Sphinxes, you have Jins mm-hmm. to be on theme. And I'm I'm totally okay with that. I just I like Jins. They're a cool creature type. They were and they're like they're not typical fantasy fair and i haven't seen them enough in magic to be played out on them so i like i'm still kind of happy every time one shows up i'd like to see more of them fair enough kind of like how like now i want more worms (laughs) all right i've been having i've seen few enough worms recently that i would like to see some more worms fair enough uh scrolling down guess who's excited for stupefying touch (laughs) who i am why? There's a large shirtless man on it. Oh, okay. That's yeah, my, you like, and you. That's my like one good ad for this whole set. Is that your your shirtless man? Yeah, and it's a decent. It's a just draw a card on it and does good things to a creature. Like, all right, fair enough. Like, I I have played worse cards in that deck. Serendeb effort is shirtless. It is, but it's got to be there. Like I said, I've played worse cards. <laughs> all right. Uh, now we're into the black, and we can start with the cool new art on Animate Dead. Yeah, that art is cool. Yeah, and it's got the purple thing going on, like Lily's the one who's raising it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Uh, Blood Artist. This card is surprisingly un- uh difficult to find. I'm glad it got reprinted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Braids. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, not relevant to us anymore. Right? Cabal Therapy, not relevant to us, but there's a lot of people who are happy it's being reprinted. Mm-hmm. At Uncommon, too. Yeah, which I think it was before. It was, but, like, it's uh, gotten such va- like gotten so expensive. Yeah, it's a $4 you'd expect- Uncommon, yeah. Yeah, you'd expect it to be printed at Rare or something like that. Yeah, Carry and Feeder. More people should play good. this card. More people should play this card. This is a good card. This is one of those first cards that wowed me when I got into EDH. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a card played by every black player when I first started, and I was like, so you can just sack creatures at instant speed, and it just keeps... This card's insane! I've got to kill it right away! Right, like that's, and it's funny, because new players will understand how powerful this card is. Yeah. This card goes 14th, 15th, 13th pick in my cube a bunch, and it shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a super, super good card. Uh, so while we were talking about tutors that we uh, liked the old art better, Entomb is not one of those to me. I would agree. I'd like this Entomb art. 
This Entombed is very cool, and it's not quite the typical magic style where it kind of looks like a comic book. Like this looks like an older card. It looks kind of like a painting. I like it. Mm-hmm. I also love the flavor text on it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from Gisa. Yeah. Yeah, I like how Gisa's kind of become the like the go-to funny necromancer. Mm-hmm. Um, going down, we have Havoc Demon. This card existed before, and I knew about it, but I had completely forgotten what it did. I agree. Like, I knew the card Havoc Demon existed. I got mm. it confused. When I saw the art, I got it confused with, is it Eater of Souls or Eater of Days, the one they just reprinted in Commander? Mm-hmm. It, like, let's just yeah. stack creatures. It looks a lot like this art. Yeah. Um, This is cool because it's one of the demons that, like, it does a big thing, but it, it doesn't really have a downside to playing it, as long as you weren't playing a weenie deck. Sure. Going down, him to Turok got a reprint. Yep. If uh, if you want to play a really nasty aggressive deck in like one on one commander, him to Turok is mean. Yep. Um, Icarid is a card that is being reprinted. There's a lot of people who are happy about that. Yep. It's not necessarily a commander card. You know, it is a commander card. Innocent blood. Yes, it is. Blood. More people should play this card. Mm. And uh, while well, more people want to play this card, it's just really hard to get a copy of Innocent Blood. Mm-hmm. I agree. Being it being reprinted at uh, common is great justice for all. Mm-hmm. So I want Malicious Affliction's foil to be good, but I will say, as somebody who has now played Malicious Affliction a bunch, like in Cube and in Commander, getting Morbid when you want it is really complicated. Getting Morbid when you want to kill something is harder than it seems. Yes. So a lot of times this will be a worse cost to Doomblade. Sometimes you will have some additional upside, but. Yeah, it's, uh, this is a harder card to make good than you would hope. Yeah, this card is not as good as it looks, but that being said, I do kind of hope that the, uh, foil is pretty. Mm-hmm. Nausea has, uh, wins award for funniest art. Yes. At first I thought it was a fart joke and I didn't want to give him any points, and then I realized that it's him taking off his shoe. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Which is much better. Mm-hmm. Ooh! Cards overdue for a reprint. Sexy, I sexy have a ne- necro. Yeah, I have a necropotence, but not everyone does. I want to see this. First of all, I'm excited this card is available with this art in non-foil. I mm-hmm. also want to get a foil copy of this that is not the From the Vault. Why? Because the From the Vault ones warp really hard. That's absolutely true. <laughs> like, I, I'd, I'd like to see this with just regular foiling, not From the Vault foiling on it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see how the Eternal Masters foiling is. See, you say all this stuff, and then the Eternal Masters foiling process is going to be as terrible as the uh, Avacyn Restored one is. Supposedly, it's just a regular set foiling process. It's not like what they did with Modern Masters Two, where it was weird. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I like that they kept alternate art Knight's Whisper as well. I agree, and Knight's Whisper is another card that more people that needed reprinted. Like, I'm glad they went with uh-huh. this and not Sign in Blood. Absolutely. Um. I like Frixian Gargantuan and Frixian more Rager more than anyone else on the planet. I like that um, Sanger Autocrat has art that I can understand what the hell I'm looking at. Yeah, for a change of pace. Mm-hmm. Sinkhole art is Hey, sweet. and Sinkhole's here. Sinkhole, not terribly... I've seen it played in Commander. It's not terribly relevant, but mm-hmm. relevant because how much does a Sinkhole cost? A hundred bucks? Uh, not that bad, but your point is still valid. Like, thirty-five, forty. Mm-hmm. So for it to be reprinted is is very cool. Mm-hmm. So one thing I love about Eternal Masters, and it doesn't come up that much in Modern Masters because it's all modern art, mm-hmm. but I love cards like Skulking Ghost, only because you go, God, how far has magic art come? Oh, yeah. I remember seeing this card when it was originally printed. Yeah, like, 
and it was full and it was in full of a set full of other cards that looked just like it. Mm-hmm. As like I remember, to, yeah. When I got into Magic, seeing cards that looked like this, and I'm just like, well, some of them are going to be uggos, I guess. Yeah, and and look, compare that to like the sinkhole and the toxic deluge that's next to you on the spoiler list. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, wow. Of course, I also find myself that being said, for cards like Skulking Ghost. Yeah, that being said, I'm now nostalgic for art that looks like this because it looks different from everything else. Sure. I like uh I I really like the Toxic Deluge got a reprint. That's a card that needed a reprint to me. Agreed. Now that probably did make it so that Damnation didn't get the reprint. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably got this instead of Damnation, but I'm also okay with that because now you can get it in foil. Absolutely. Um, Vampiric Tutor. I like I like this one. Yeah, I think that this is the best of the new Tutor arts, except for Entomb, which doesn't really count. Yeah, I like I like this one. Like this looks like a vampire teaching me some evil evil lesson that I will pay mm-hmm. dearly for. And the fact that you're looking at the skull head on. Mm-hmm. I really like, like to imagine that that dagger is going through the skull through my hand and it's the blood is sleeping down off the bottom. That's a weird thing to imagine. Like that's that's what, what else I do you imagine, Noel. <laughs> uh, we won't go there. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it's definitely cool art. I would have been okay with the original art, but this one, I think the original art wasn't as good as as it could have been, so this new art is cool. Yeah. Vasara the Dreadful, hey! Wow. Aren't we all super excited for that? Right? <laughs> hey, it's not Avatar of Woe. It could have been Avatar of Woe. Hey, look, it's Avatar of Woe, but you can play it as your general, guys. <laughs> Woo! Um, Wake of Vultures yeah. is the same thing as Skulking Ghost as far as the art. Oh, yeah, this this is not... Yeah, no, this is not uh, a good-looking card. Nope. Flavor text is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, this is uh, this is an ugly, ugly card. And it's one of those ones we have to look at it for a second to be like, so what am I looking at? Mm-hmm. Uh, going down. Hey, we're into the reds! Um, Someone please chain Avaraxes in drafts. Just do that for me one time. Do that for Uncle Noel. <laughs> I'll do it. Five mana for a 3-3 three, three with uh, haste and expensive fire breathing? Shit. Yeah, do it. <laughs> All of them. And, I and like, I don't know what this thing is. This thing, it's a weird-looking creature. I yeah. like it. How is this a beast and not an elemental? It looks a lot like an elemental. I mean, it looks a lot like a character out of Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'd classify it as. God, I it's love a beast. magic art. <laughs> it's a beast because alien isn't a creature type. Yeah. Um, going down. Hey, Chain Lightning got a reprint. Yeah. The goblins made an unruly pile with military precision. <laughs> yep. Red has the best flavor text. Yes, there's some great, uh... And, like, in, yeah, in this, there is some pretty, pretty good yeah. flavor text on its, uh... Yeah. Just, Car- just Carbonized. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the weaker ones. Firebolt is cute. There's more where that came from. Let's see. Dualcaster Mage. You are not Snapcaster Mage. You stop trying to be Snapcaster Mage. Yeah, you're. Uh, I've I've tried making Dualcaster Mage good. It's uh, it's very difficult. I want it to be good. I want it to be good. You're just not. Three mana for a second lightning bolt is not okay. <laughs> All right. I want to say that uh, Gamble wins the best tutor art, best tutor reprint. And best tutor flavor text. It wins all three of those things. Yes. This is 
second place for card I'm most excited to see reprinted. I already have two gambles, and I think I'm going to go out and buy this anyway, just because I love this card. Yeah. Um, the okay. the way it looks is amazing. And I love that they've just got, like, instead of, like, a weird magic tool or something that they've tried to... Just a crowbar. Yep. Just, like, a crowbar you could go out and buy at home hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the running joke in my shop is that I have incredibly bad luck. So, I understand that this card is just in tomb for me. But, but it's a pretty in tomb. Right. <laughs> uh, going down. Oh, man. Curd Apes flavor text. Oh, is it a monkey pun? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mog Fanatic. You used to be good prior to 2010. Yep. Ooh, Price of Progress got a reprint. And pretty new art. Yeah. Or Speaking of cards that are flame, look you were good, never. <laughs> Speaking of cards that are going to look amazing in foil. Yeah. That Price of Progress is going to look sweet. Mm-hmm. Then going down... Pyroblast got a reprint. That's cool. Yeah. I like counter-counter spells. Hydroblast was also up there, too. But uh, but yeah. Pyroblast is the one that actually gets played. Um, People play Hydroblast. Really? Yeah. Why? Merfolk plays it against Mono Red. Okay, but can't you just play a normal counter spell? Why? It costs one less. Okay. So, uh... sh- momentary shout-out to Reckless Charge. If you're playing Shuya on the Silent Tempest, you should be playing this card. Yes. Like, Obviously. This card is secretly a double lightning bolt, and no one knows that. <laughs> yeah, this card is, is pretty good. Like, it, it, the flashback actually makes it, like, surprisingly good in decks that aren't just trying to one-shot people. Mm-hmm. Um, Rorik's Bladewing got reprinted with alternate art. His alternate art looks a lot cooler than how he used to look. Yes. He used to look like the dumbest dragon this side of Prosh, but... <laughs> Now, now he has, he's handsome. Maybe one day I'll get a handsome prosh reprint. Not until they get rid of his tiny little T-Rex arms. You know what they'll do is they'll reprint him, but he'll be, and he'll look amazing, except he'll be like an amputee. <laughs> They're just going to get shorter and shorter until he's got, he's just lost them. Right. Ooh, two really exciting cards right side by side. Siege Gang Commander with the alternate art. That looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sneak Attack. Yay, Sneak Attack with the Judge promo art. Mm-hmm. That man is about to be eaten by a Kavu. Yep, that Kavu's going to mess him up. Sneak Attack's one of those red cards that I really should have and don't, so I'm excited about this. I'm also excited to get a prettier Siege Gang Commander. Yeah, this Siege Gang Commander art is sweet. Yes, it's it's great. It it looks fantasy, but still kind of feels like the weird faux World War II goblins we had for a while. Yeah, and it doesn't, uh like, other Siege Gang Commander doesn't look that hot. Like, let's be honest, not a good no. card. No, not a great-looking card, but kind of dopey in an endearing way. Sure. Uh, this is just a good-looking card. Mm-hmm. Um, scrolling down, Sulfuric Vortex has gotten reprinted, if people really need that. More people should play it. It's okay. I don't know if it's, like, great. Uh, let me, let, it may be more meta-dependent than I'm giving you credit for. Y- you think? <laughs> yeah. Like, play this, like, sometimes you have to hate the Aluro deck that hard. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Tooth and Claw was a card that I always thought wasn't good enough. Sacking two creatures to get one just isn't isn't super great to me. But I'm glad that we have a really, really cool image for what that beast looks like now. Mm. Um, and World Gorger Dragon got reprinted. Yeah, with in the anime things, dead, so you can with live the, the dream. With the anime dead, you can live the dream in limited. Yep. Do it! Live the dream! <laughs> yep. Woo. And then Young Pyromancer, who's also good. Yeah, he's alright. 
And now we're into green. Argothian Enchantress. Very good card. Not sure it deserves to be mythic, but very good card. Yeah, but it's funny because that was one of the last cards spoiled. And actually, it wasn't spoiled on the 12-hour road trip I had to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So we spent a great deal of time trying to figure out what it could have been. The green mythic? Right. Oh, man, you must have been so disappointed. No, no, because really, when you go through and try to think of cards that they could bump up, mm-hmm. that would even be close to, that are not on the reserve list, that are even close to mythic quality, that list slopes off pretty quick. All right, fair enough. I haven't put enough thought into the, I haven't put enough thought into that particular question to disagree with you. Yeah. If I think of a card that I think is better for it, then I will disagree with yeah, you. That, that's not on the reserve list because it'd be real easy to say I don't know, uh, yeah, Concordant Crossroads or something like mm-hmm. that. But is Concordant Crossroads on the reserve list? Yep. All right, that would explain why we haven't seen it again. Plus, it's not something Green does anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. Green can have haste, but it doesn't really give haste. Right. Um, looking oh. Emperor Emperor Crocodile has one of my favorite arts ever. Yes, the giant crocodile on it. Just the giant crocodile, and doesn't just like it's not even a super good card. Just as far as like iconic magic arts, that's one of those like you put that pick. You could use that as a desktop wallpaper, and it'd be great. Sure. Um, it's the same. I think it's the same art. Yeah, it's the same artist as Annihilate. Um. Nice. Like I just I, I associate that card so much with Urza it's Urza Block. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the cards that was big and scary when I started playing Magic for the second time. Second yeah, second time. Yep. It's it's a cool card. It's also one of my favorite rules questions cards. Why? Um because you have if you have Emperor Crocodile and a goblin mm. and cast Warren Weirding, which is the uh destroy a creature if it's a goblin, put two goblins into play. Ah. Um do you keep your Emperor Crocodile? Do you sack your Emperor Crocodile? I say you keep it. You do not. Why? Because you controlled no creatures, which is the triggering effect for Emperor Crocodile. But isn't it before the entire card is resolved? Uh, that would be if is, this yeah, is that card if if Emperor Crocodile was a if that was a state based action, then you would be absolutely correct. But this is not a state based action. This is a triggering event. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Green Sun Zenith. This card means that Worldly Tutor did not get a reprint. Right. This and the other Green Tutor we will find later on. And I'm kind of sad about that. I would have much rather have seen a Green Sun Zenith than a, uh, or a Worldly Tutor than a Green Sun Zenith. Yeah, or Sylvan Tutor. Mm-hmm. They, they also didn't reprint, like, the hard-to-get cycle of them. Like, there's no Personal Tutor, there's no, uh, um, what's the other ones? Oh, I forget. Grim Tutor, or the really expensive ones. Yeah, they did not reprint those. The only one of those I've ever owned was the uh, Personal Tutor, I think. Yeah, I've think. O- I think I've owned Personal Tutor. Yeah. Um, let's see. Heritage Druid is a rare. I makes, like Heritage Druid, but makes rare. sense. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's powers that are rare. It's like market value is that a rare? Uh, and for for limited, it should be a rare. All right, fair enough. Like that, an uncommon and limited is 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 bad. Same thing with Imperius Perfect. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't like that it's a rare. I don't like that it's taking a rare slot, but I get why it's a rare. Yeah. Scrolling down past the buffest elf who ever lived. Invigorate? Yeah. No, Lanor oh, elf. Lanor elf. Yeah, no, he is. He he. When you compare him to like every other elf that has ever been printed, he is. That dude. That dude does not skip arm day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hi, down... natural order. Yep, natural order. A good reason we didn't get worldly tutor. Yeah. This card is scary. 
Yeah, this card turns that Llanowar Elf into Progenitus really, really easily. Yeah, this is a card that's, like, terrifying, and I feel like I haven't seen played because not many people know about it. Right. And uh, it is it is a frightening, frightening card. Uh, and it's funny because my I have a friend who likes to play uh, Booster Pack Lottery. Mm-hmm. And one day he like he he as he was explaining how he plays booster pack lottery he just went out and bought an old pack and natural order was the card he opened in it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nature's claim got a reprint. They can't reprint that card enough. That's a really 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 good card. I People agree. should play it more. Nimble mongoose with cool new art. Yeah. Which I don't care about nimble mongoose. Yeah, but it's, it's a legacy card. I'm sorry. I, I I like it more as a uh, as a concept. Flavor wise, mm-hmm. the idea of playing a nimble mongoose appeals to me. Mm-hmm. Rancor well, protection from snakes. <laughs> Just complete my Ricky Tiki Tavi fanfiction and give it protection from snakes. We're finding out about all sorts of weird fetishes for you today. It's not a fetish. Okay. You're weird. <laughs> I mean, you I'm not a, weird. You're you have weird. a fetish fantasizing about my fetishes, and that's even weirder. <laughs> Not weirder than Ricky Ticky Tabby fanfiction. It can be fanfiction without being smut. My God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Rancor got reprinted again, and they better never change the art like, on this card. Like I demand that green lightning bolted man forever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Regal Force got reprinted. Uh, this is a card that everyone else loves. I don't play this. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think it's as good as everyone else says it is. <laughs> I think I agree with you. Excellent. I'm glad we're on the same page on this one. Um, Roar of the Worm is a cool ca- card. I'm glad they kept the art. Yeah, I like Roar of the Worm quite a bit. I like the other one better, the one that's like three worms. Oh, yeah. No, that's Crash of Worms, isn't it? Yeah, Crash of Worms. I like that. Yeah. Um, I did not know the card Roots existed, I will admit. Neither did I? Yeah, like I'm like, that's a cool card. That's an old card. Huh, I did not know that card existed. Yeah, that's a card that does a thing. Yeah. That's an outdated card. Right. I would never play the card, but it's interesting it exists and I had no knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Silvos, everyone wanted you to get reprinted. Right. How about that Seal of Strength first? Like, like that deer looks sweet. That is, I mean, Bambi's dad is back and he's pissed. Right? <laughs> that's what happens when you play two lands with your Glazing Gladeheart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shout out to original recipe Zendikar Black. Zendikar Block. Where am I always that, at? That was funny as hell. <laughs> All right. Hope for life, baby. <laughs> uh, Sylvan Library. This is a card that I have that other people have a really hard time getting a hold of, and I didn't realize it. You know, like those cards that you're just like, like I'm always talking about Mana Crypt. Mm-hmm. The way I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize I had such an advantage by having this card because no one else seems to have this card. Sylvan Library, I didn't realize was one of those cards that's so hard for uh, someone to get a hold of. Yeah. So I'm really glad to see this reprinted and that rare, not mythic. Right. And I love that this one has the words and how the actual card works. Yes. Like there Absolutely. are so many terrible printings of Sylvan Library. It is one of the, as a judge, it's one of those cards that just gets my dander up because there's so many bad, mm-hmm. bad printings of that card. So yeah, so having it do the way where you see how screwed you are by Nekusar, I like that. <laughs> yes. Uh, um. What hey, Werebear got a reprint. That, what is going on in that Sylvan Might art first? Oh, it's, uh, the tiny thing is getting bigger, but they decided to show it in sequence, and the artist did it poorly, so it looks like it's just growing right. a lot of mouths. That looks like a squirrel with five heads. 
and I'm that not. Looks... I am not okay with the squirrel with five heads. <laughs> that Hydra, thing, that Hydra thing squirrel has come three. for all your acorns. Right? It's after that guy's nuts, and that is not a three-three depicted on that creature. <laughs> no, that is not. Like anything with that many mouths is they, not they, a three-three. <laughs> they flashed it back on the same turn. <laughs> Poured six mana into it. Um. Werebear got reprinted yes. without the same flavor text. Right. Screw this card for that reason. Yeah, motherfuckers. I don't care how good your new art is. You went ahead and messed with... Two puns died for Eternal Masters to be born. <laughs> yeah, you messed with... That That was, like, sacred, too. Right? That like... was, like, one of the classic puns. One. He exercises his right to bear arms. Right. Come on! I am angry. Monsters. Um, I like this Wirewood symbiote art because you can actually tell what's going on. Yep. You can tell it's attached to an elf and yep. it's doing things. Uh, I like Xanted Swarm. I didn't know it existed and I like it. Oh, yeah. That's a seems like a card up your alley. Yeah, that seems like a card way up my alley. I'm totally going to start playing this just randomly in green decks to screw with control players. Yep. That's the uh, it's Charbelcher card. Mm-hmm. And in the multicolor cards, Armadillo Cloak is back! Yeah. Is that new flavor text, or is that the last time when it was in, like, Coalition versus Phyrexia? No, that was that was the last time, and it's awesome. Yes. That, that's, like, the best. Because the first time you hear Armadillo Cloak, you're just like, no, that is that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Don't laugh, it works. Baleful Strix got reprinted at Rare. I don't know how I feel about that. Yep. Um, I'm fine with it. Like, this is another first time in foil card. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's a Doomblade that says draw a card. I'm okay with it. Yeah, all right. Uh, I, I still, I just feel weird about it being the rare. Maybe that's my buddy revving off on me. He, he was saying that he thought it was such an odd thing that that would be classified as a rare. Um, can you imagine playing limited with that as an uncommon? Fair enough. Like that's that's almost always my answer to why something is rare. <laughs> mm. New art on Bloodbraid Elf is boss, especially since the old Bloodbraid Elf art was not good. Yes, I would agree. Like this is mm. this is a much more aggressive looking Bloodbraid Elf. Mm-hmm. Brago got reprinted. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> because blue all the other blue white options suck worse. I can answer that because this was another card that hadn't been spoiled on the way to Minneapolis, and like other than like Supreme Verdict or Detention Sphere, there's really not a good blue white s. Like it's that or like Absorb. Do you really want an Absorb reprint? I would take of either the Supreme Verdict or the Detention Sphere over this. Um, except you don't want another Wrath in this. Like Then I'd take the Detention Sphere. I'd take Pope over this. Um, and we thought of Pope. Like, Pope is an option. Mm-hmm. I like Pope better, but that's just me. Uh, maybe they reprinted him because of how important he is to, like, conspiracy coming out. Did you see the puzzle that was hidden on the tokens? Uh, for Avacyn or for something else? For this set. Oh, no, I haven't been looking. Yeah, it's like a letter written by one of the guardsmen in uh, the city set for Conspiracy. Huh. I'll look at it later. Yep, you should check it out. Speak, Conspiracy Dak- Card's the greatest thief in the multiverse. Yeah, Dak Faden got reprinted. Uh, yeah. I'm glad he got reprinted for people who can play him. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, this actually, I, I want everyone to note that the middle ability actually reads Steel Noel Clausen's Mana Crypt he was so proud of playing last turn. <laughs> is that what always happens actually it will be turn one me play dude mana crypt turn two i'll i'll be on the i will inevitably be on the draw so you're a man ahead of me next turn shock myself with mana crypt play a four drop next turn uh 
you play Dax, steal my mana crypt, you will never be shocked by it again, and... <laughs> yeah. You sound so bitter. No, 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 you have to understand, like, when Ralzeric came out from Dragon's Maze, the running mm-hmm. joke was, it's, huh, it's really strange that Wizards would print a card that says, if, whose ultimate was, if you're Noel Clausen, do nothing. <laughs> it's alright, Noel. We'll find a way to get past this together. Right? My just atrocious luck when it comes to magic cards? <laughs> Don't flip Apparently. Uh, don't flip the coin. Don't flip the coin. Uh, apparently, uh, someone who I played with knew a guy who would call judge on people who didn't flip coins. Oh, if they want to roll, like... if they want to roll dice instead, he'd be like, "It's different odds. Flip a coin." It's not if you make it a fifty-fifty chance. Uh, yeah, but he'd insist. <laughs> and the judge should give him a USC minor and move along. <laughs> um... By the way, listeners at home, don't be that guy. No, don't be that guy. Uh, I'm just looking through. Flamekin Zealot got reprinted so you can play Dredge. Yep. Uh, Glare of Subduel got reprinted for reasons I can't imagine. Um, This with an obnoxious number of tokens is actually fun. All right, fair enough. Goblin Trenches got reprinted, and I can't imagine why. Yeah, I don't know why either. It's terrible. It's so, so bad. But, like, whatever, man. It's Goblin Trenches. Do it up. Woo. How about that sexy, sexy Maelstrom Wanderer? Nothing is sexy but Wanderer ever. Oh my gosh, that art is great, that card is great. I come, hate this Come card. to Papa. This is such an overpowered card. It's so absurd, but whatever, I don't care. I don't have to play against it anymore, I very rarely deal with it. Um, Shardless Agent got reprinted. I know there's a lot of people excited about that. Yep, you know who is not excited about that? The judges who just got you? them in their thank you cards. Aww. That being said, I got rid of mine, so... I don't like I here's the here's the thing is judges who are complaining about that mm-hmm. can either complain about that or they can complain about the reserve list, but they aren't allowed to complain about both. <laughs> Pick one or the other. No, because really, that's the thing is that we all kind of agree that the reserve list sucks. We all kind of universally agree. Mm-hmm. Like most I won't say all, but most most people involved with magic agree the thing kind of sucks. And it and it does things to the format to older formats that we don't want. We can't complain when cards we have that have value get reprinted, mm-hmm. and then complain that Wizards can't reprint cards. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm falling clearly in the, I get to complain about the reserve list camp, mm-hmm. and told some judges to shut the hell up when they were talking about complaining that Shardless Agent got spoiled. Yeah, get over it. More people having card game. Yeah. Uh, Sphinx of the Steel Wind. Let's add that to the list of cards we keep reprinting. Sphinx Acroma is back yeah, again. Hi, Mechacroma. Yes, Good back. to see you. Tell a friend. <laughs> uh, Vindicate got reprinted. Trigon Predator got reprinted. Yes, it did. That's a that's a massively powerful card that more people should play. Yeah, I like blue green cards that do stuff. <laughs> mhm. Uh, Vindicate got reprinted, and it's the Soren version. Yep. Void Void is a card nobody knows about. Yes. Like this card's really good. Yes, it's really, really good. This art is hilarious, too. Yeah. What did I just do? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? What happened? But he doesn't know is that because he's the king, his CMC is two more than the soldiers beside him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that card. Wee, Dragonauts. Wee. Screw that card. <laughs> Wee. They look so happy. Yep. Yeah, Call the Skybreaker, which is confusedly gang reprinted, like you said. <laughs> Eh, it's it's a limited card. It makes the blue red spells deck work. I get it. I'm not happy about it, but I get it. Deathrite Shaman got reprinted. Yeah, that that I'm more excited about. Yep, that's that's a pretty good card, I hear. Yep. 
Giant Solifuge is also inexplicably getting reprinted. Giant Solifuge, inexplicably getting reprinted, does not look any more clear than what it did before. Yeah, now the spider has eyes. Like, there's there's much less leg on this one. Yep. The leg-to-body ratio has shifted, but not necessarily (laughs) in a good direction. Yeah, and what's on its back? What's going on back there? I... It looks like it looks Don't. okay. I got it. It is the fleece from Nick's fleece ram. <laughs> He's just wearing it. Yep, he is. He is carrying around a Nick's fleece ram on his back. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Like you go to pet a Nick's fleece ram, and suddenly this thing looks up at you like surprise. Yeah, and I immediately take four damage and die. I don't get me wrong. I kill it with my trusty rolled up newspaper, which gives me plus O plus one or plus one plus O. But because this yep. thing still dies in a swift breeze. So this still has one toughness. Yeah, this is not like a good, scary card. Right. And this is not Ravnica limited where you could just play a four one for four at, with haste and trample mm. and just assume it's a lightning bolt. Yeah, no. It like as a four four, this card is OK. It's still not even great. Uh, four four trample haste shroud for four would be ridiculous. Uh, That's a lot of words there. That's a lot of words, but it's a four four. Yeah, a four a four butt is really pretty tough to deal with. Um, I don't know about that. Trample hate, trample haste hexproof would be ridiculous. Shroud less so to me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, don't get me wrong. This thing, I, I get what this card does. This is a lightning bolt threat dis- disguised as a creature. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't necessarily approve of it, but I get it. All right, moving down, we're into the artifacts. Uh yes. I want to jump two pages. Here we go. Um, Ashnod's altar is sweet. Ashnod's altar with sweet new art. Yeah. Makes it look like an altar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chrome Mox got reprinted too for people who play that. Yeah, with the Vulcan Baga Mox cycle. So mm-hmm. I think he's done them all at this point now. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, no, he hasn't done the. Wait, did he do Mox? Uh... He did Mox Opal the first time around. What about the Metalcraft one? Mox Opal. Oh, yeah, Mox Opal. Yeah, okay, yeah, then I guess he, he has done them. He did Mox Diamond. Yep, he's yeah, done all okay. the original beta Moxes. All right, then he, he has done all the Moxes. Yeah. Uh, Duplicate Gang reprinted with the Commander's Arsenal art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure some people who got Commander's Arsenal are pissed. I'm not. Yeah. I think that that art is much better than the crappy old art they had, and uh, more people playing with it is cool. Mm-hmm. Oh. So did not know a messy tome was a card? I did. I knew this. Nope, you're not. It's not very good. (laughs) Don't know why it got reprinted. It's not a good card. This goblin charbelcher, let me tell you something. (laughs) I love everything about what's going on in this art. This friggin' Looney Tunes character. I love that it's a black lotus and a skull from Dark Ritual being thrown in the cannon. Uh I love everything about this art. Yep, it's amazing. This card is the bomb. It's Mm -hmm. so good! Um... Isochron Scepter got reprinted. If yep. you're the kind of jerk who plays that card, then good for you. Put Humble under it. Shut up. <laughs> and then, oh, my uh, my reprint of the day. My, thank God they reprinted this card. Right. Mana Crypt. Yay, Mana Crypt. In a set that a normal person can, can just go out and buy. Yep. That is, that's awesome. Uh, I, ke- I kept saying that I, like, felt bad. Because I have a mana crypt, no one else has a mana crypt, and now at least more people have the opportunity to get a mana crypt. Even if they don't do it, they at least have the chance. The option is on the table now. Sure. 
which makes me very, very happy. I may go out and get a second mm-hmm. now that it's gotten reprinted, but we'll see. Mindless Automaton is a card that a lot of people didn't know existed. Yeah, I knew about that one, but... Uh... Yeah, I think this card is awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can do kind of cool things with it. Mm-hmm. Uh... And it, it always cantrips. Yep. Disc is sweet. Disc is back. Yep. They should have printed Oblivion Stone, but Disc is back. Sure. Uh Oh, and tell me when you get down to it. Uh... Why? Why let's, are you so hateful? Let's, let's have the Sensei's Divining Top talk conversation. Okay. You are allowed uh, to Sensei's Divining Top. Yes. You are not allowed to take 30 seconds at the end of your like immediate opponent's turn mm-hmm. to top with top. Okay. Here's here's what you actually do is you say you end of your turn you top with top, mm-hmm. and then what you do is if like if the game state radically changes, say I'd like to change my top. And the three people with you who are not, you know, inconsiderate jerks will go, yeah, okay, because you should have done it here, but you're saving us all time. Yep. <laughs> this is this is how you correctly play top. This is obviously not how you correctly play top in any kind of competitive sense. If you're at a, um, if you're playing counter top at a at, at an a event, GP, something like that, absolutely not. But if you're going to top, please top responsibly. <laughs> uh, I love the new art. I really like the old art, but the new art is cool too. Mm. This has uh, more of a divining sense to it. Like, the other one's true. like a top. But the other one looks like a top. This looks like a bong. Huh. Yeah, it kind of looks like a hookah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Sensei's divining hookah. How do you divine? Uh, the vapors, they tell me things. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, It doesn't look like a top, but it looks more divine. I like the one that looks like a top, but this art is cool, too. Hmm. And then the only other thing really worth mentioning is that Winter Orb is back. Don't play Winter Orb. Yeah, no one play Winter Orb. It's it's a terrible card that ruins your friendships. That yeah. being said, this art is a lot better than the old art. This is true, like the two polar bears. Yeah, but although it is like, it is astoundingly stupid in that it's it's exactly what it says on the label. It, what are we gonna is... do? Picture of an orb in next to some winter. <laughs> yeah, which I feel like is the exact same art direction they gave the last person. They just went in a different direction. Yeah, they're just like polar bears live in winter, right? <laughs> And then we go down to the lands, uh, and let me just say that this dual land cycle is dumb. Well, it's in there for limited, but I mm-hmm. really wish Caracas said return target legendary non-commander creature to its owner's <laughs> Just so you could play it? This card could be super fun in a lot of decks. I'm sure it could be. Like, like, can you imagine, like, if this couldn't hit generals but could hit, like, I'd love to play this in, like, a blue-white or green-white legends deck. Like, can you imagine this in, like, Hannah? Not Hannah. Who am I thinking of? I have no idea. Who what? are you thinking Green, of? Green, white, weather light lady who searches for... Oh, Captain Sissay. Yeah, like, this in Captain Sissay, if it couldn't bounce Sissay. That'd be cool. Yeah, like, there's ways this card could be cool. Now, this card can never get unbanning Commander. No. Because of how annoying it would be to just perpetually bounce people's generals. Mm. Like, the fact that it just makes aggro commanders just not a thing. No, it is never going to get unbanned, so let's move on. Yeah. Maze of Ith got reprinted. Yep. It's a really cool art. I agree. If you if you want a Maze of Ith, you can get one. Mm-hmm. Second coolest art. I like the Judge Promo art actually better. Which one's the Judge Promo art? The one with the the, the big like high high speared top fence. Uh, I will take a quick look. Maze of Ith Judge Promo. It's mostly blue. Oh, that one's cool too. Yeah, I like them both. Mm-hmm. Still still a pretty art. Still a hard to find card that's being made more available. Mm-hmm. There's a Mistress Factory in here, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. 
How is Mistress Factory the insanely expensive one? No. No, that's Workshop. And Workshop is on the reserve list. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. Uh, and Wasteland got reprinted. Yep. Thank the Jesus. Yeah, that's a cool card to see reprinted. Yeah, that is, that is the cool version of Strip Mine. Yeah. But and, okay uh, more people. Strip mine. <laughs> Pardon? The okay, less tournament busted version of Strip Mine. Yeah, so more people should be playing that. Mm-hmm. I love that it's the art from the Modern Master City of Brass, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I think we've done a pretty good job of kind of power and throw this. Eric, were there any cards that aren't here that you wish were? Uh, Damnation. Okay, is... Damnation is a good answer. Damnation is the big one off the top. Damnation and Worldly Tutor are the most glaring omissions, I think. Okay. I have um... two, and when you hear them, you'll be very upset you didn't think of them. One of okay. mine is also a tutor. Uh, well, then give me a second. Okay. Oh, and then Imperial Recruiter. That I... was one of mine, is where is Imperial Recruiter? Where is Imperial Recruiter and where is Ravages of War? Uh, Ravages of War was not my other card. Uh, I'm just saying that that's another one that people are keep waiting to get reprinted, and it hasn't been. I was uh, I was going to go same same vein. I was going, where's my Imperial Seal? Mm, yeah, that's fair. Like, I would have much rather... To be honest, I love Imperial Tutor, and I know that it is better than Imperial Seal, like, objectively, but mm-hmm. I just want more expensive cards made cheaper. I can I can see them reprinting Recruiter way before they reprint Seal, mm-hmm. in fairness, but, yeah, no, like, it, where is where is the good rares from that set? Where's Xiao done? Sure. Or, all I can think of is Ride of the Dungeons. It shouldn't be. <laughs> I really should have better cards, or... Where's not that guy? Right. All right. Riding the Duel uh, of Horse is not a bad card for the record. It gives like plus three, plus three in horsemanship, which. Yeah, but it's like explaining how that card works in modern magic rules is dumb. No, it's really not. It's just, it's like flying, only you can't block it. Okay. Riding the Dilu Horse. Yeah, it gives it, I think it's, I think it's like plus two, plus two in horsemanship. Okay, here's the problem, is that it is a sorcery that permanently gives the creature oh, plus yeah. two plus I two forgot, I forgot how bad I forgot how bad that card is worded. It doesn't make it's not counters, it's just permanent plus two plus two and horsemanship. Oh yeah, it, I, I forgot how I forgot that part of it. <laughs> the Delo horse has it, it it laughs at your modern modern card formatting. Riding the Delu horse. Let's see, what does that read? Sorcery, target creature gets plus two, plus two, and gains horsemanship. <laughs> and in the reminder text, it has this effect lasts indefinitely because you'd forget otherwise. Yeah. This is also, wow, this is also a $100 card. I definitely not realize that riding the Delu horse was that expensive. How much does it cost? Uh, TCG mid is ninety eight ninety one. Jesus. Never mind, so much for my sweet plan of picking up a riding the Delu horse. No, I was surprised there was not, like, more P3K cards in here. Yeah, I'm surprised there was almost no... I don't think there were any, were there? Yeah, I didn't see any. Like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of... There are a lot of uh, uh, P3K cards that are just bad, or mm. are, like, bad, but they have horsemanship, so they're okay. Like, no one yeah. is, no one is like, rattling their sabers for Guan Yu Sainted Warrior. No, not at all. But they, like, seeing as Yao done, seeing an Imperial Recruiter, definitely. Yeah, Loyal Retainers? Well, maybe not. That's a Commander card. Yeah. So, uh, I think that that's about it for today. Yeah. Noel, if uh, people want to weigh in on Internal Masters, where can they 
contact you for that. Yeah, if you want to tell us what you're excited about, you can contact me personally. My email is Noel Clausen, N-O-L-E-C-L-A-U-S-O-N, or I'll be on Twitter at at MTG Noel. And, and like I said, if you're at Denver Comic Con, hit me up on Twitter and come say hi. Yep. And uh, if you want to reach me, you can do it uh, on the in the comments below on our episode on Commander Cast. You can do it at our Facebook uh, page at facebook.com slash rivalsduel. Or you can uh, get at me uh, at ericbonvie at gmail.com. It's E-R-I-C-B-O-N-V-I-E at gmail.com. Or at that Bonvi guy on Twitter. Yep, and I believe that's going to wrap... Oh, and also our RSS feed, if you're looking for that, is feeds.feedburner.com slash RivalStool. Yep, and that's it for today. Uh, that's it for today, folks. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening.